This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Friday, September 13th, 2019. On this day in 1987, terrorist and hijacker Fawaz Yunus was lured onto a boat in international waters on the Mediterranean Sea. He was arrested by undercover FBI agents and extradited back to the United States to stand trial for his crimes. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Every day, we flip back the calendar to this date years ago and recount one event from true crime history. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today we're discussing the 1987 arrest of terrorist Fawaz Yunus, captured by the FBI in a daring undercover mission known as Operation Goldenrod. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Before we unpack the deeper legal ramifications of Eunice's arrest, extradition, and imprisonment, let's go back to the morning of September 13, 1987. The alarm went off early, just after sunrise, But the informant was already awake. He'd been up for hours, his heart beating rapidly at the thought of what was to come. He was sharing a hotel room with Fawaz Yunus, a 28-year-old terrorist. Yunus wasn't familiar with Cyprus. After the hijacking two years ago, he rarely traveled outside Lebanon. It had taken quite the special occasion to get him to travel internationally. The informant had organized just such an occasion, but it hadn't been easy. Eunice had shifted his focus from hijacking planes to drugs, brokering deals and setting up supply chains from his base in Lebanon. But his operation was growing, and growing fast. He needed international contacts if he was going to continue building his drug business. Now, at the informant's behest, they were on their way to the docks. A drug dealer who went by the alias Joseph was waiting for Eunice on his private yacht, just beyond the horizon, away from the prying eyes of the shore. They met up with the informant's brother at the docks and boarded his boat. Eunice checked over his shoulder, looking around for anyone watching them. He glanced at the other men on the marina. 
the informant paused, waiting for Eunice, praying he didn't suspect anything. Eunice may not have been an active terrorist anymore, but he still knew people. If he realized what was going on, he could readily arrange a prolonged, painful death for the informant. But then, Eunice boarded the boat, and the three men set out across the Mediterranean Sea. The Cypress shore faded in the background. For a moment, the boat was alone, with the sea stretching out in all directions. And then, they saw it. A yacht. Eunice clocked two men, both armed, watching them. He wasn't nervous. Guns were part of the life. The two women on the boat, both in swimsuits, set him at ease. He'd met enough drug dealers during his short time in the business to know how they thought. Guns, money, and women. They all spoke the same language. Eunice boarded the yacht with the informant and his brother. They were all frisked and cleared. The guards gestured toward the door to the lower deck and said Joseph was waiting for Eunice down there. Eunice descended the steps, thinking about what this deal could mean, the ways he could expand his business with his new capital. But all those thoughts vanished as he reached the bottom of the steps and saw the men with guns. They grabbed him, shoving him to the ground, yelling at him in English. English? Why were they speaking English? Joseph was supposed to be Greek. Eunice couldn't react before they had the handcuffs on him. Then one of the armed men approached, raising a badge. They said they were with the American FBI and he was under arrest, not for drug dealing, but for terrorism. He looked around for the informant, who he knew must have betrayed him. There was no sign of him or his brother. He realized they'd set him up, and like a fool, he'd fallen for it. Another boat approached from the distance. The agents, Eunice's captors, shoved him on board, and they set out. It wasn't long before he saw an American warship on the horizon, the USS Butte. Eunice was done for. The Americans interrogated him on board the ship, probing him to confess his involvement in the hijacking of an airplane two years ago. The Arabic translator told Eunice they just needed him to sign a confession. The informant had already tricked Eunice into admitting his involvement with the crime on tape. Eunice signed the confession. Soon after, he was on board a plane headed to the United States where he would stand trial. We'll discuss the incredible details behind this daring operation after this. Now, back to Today in True Crime. Operation Goldenrod was carried out on September 13th in 1987. Terrorist-turned-drug-dealer Fawaz Yunus was lured onto a boat in international waters and arrested by the FBI. Operation Goldenrod was particularly noteworthy for how U.S. law enforcement managed to skirt international law, arrest a suspected terrorist alive, and spirit him back to the United States where he stood trial for his crimes. 
two years earlier, on June 11, 1985, Yunus led a crew of terrorists in the hijacking of Jordanian Air Flight 402. For 30 gut-wrenching hours, Yunus directed the plane across the Mediterranean before he finally released the 70 hostages and ordered the plane destroyed. Based on witness statements, the FBI singled out Yunus as the leader of the hijacking terrorists. But there was nothing they could do to go after him so long as he stayed in Lebanon. However, four of the passengers on board the flight were U.S. citizens, and this created a unique opportunity for American law enforcement. The recently passed Comprehensive Crime Control Act allowed U.S. law enforcement agencies to charge foreign operatives for crimes committed against American citizens abroad. So even though Yunus was a Lebanese national who had committed his crime on a Jordanian plane, the fact that he had taken four Americans hostage empowered the FBI to issue a warrant for his arrest. Normally, an operation to capture Yunus would have been a military one, but that required cooperation from the Lebanese military. However, by treating this as a criminal case, the FBI was technically allowed to go after Yunus so long as they didn't conduct the operation on foreign soil. Two years after the hijacking, the FBI was contacted by an informant who believed he could deliver them Yunus. The informant claimed he could trick Yunus into traveling to Cyprus for a drug deal. If they could get him out onto the Mediterranean Sea into international waters, then the FBI could legally arrest him, take him back to the United States, and try him in a U.S. court for his crimes. Amazingly, the plan went off perfectly. Eunice traveled to Cyprus and met with the informant on Saturday, September 12, 1987. Members of the FBI's hostage rescue team secured a yacht from a local sailor and repurposed it as an Italian pleasure vehicle to protect the owner's identity. The informant led Eunice to discuss his involvement in the hijacking. The FBI agents who were listening in got this admission on tape and set the recording aside to be used as later evidence. The next day, September 13th, the informant led Eunice to the yacht, where he was promptly arrested. Eunice was charged with conspiracy, aircraft piracy, and hostage-taking. He was sentenced to 30 years in prison. He was released and deported back to Lebanon in 2005. Fawaz Yunus's case is still a topic of legal debate today. To some, Operation Goldenrod was a triumph of American justice. Terrorism had been a growing concern throughout the 1980s. Yunus's case was seen by some as a positive step forward in forcing terrorists to pay for their crimes and not letting diplomatic relations get in the way of justice. But in the decades since it happened, the precedent of Yunus's arrest has also raised concerns. The nature of Yunus's capture and extradition would seem to be an early form of the rendition practices employed by the CIA throughout the 2000s as a part of the War on Terror. While Yunus was given a trial and confined to federal prison, some argue that the circumstances of his capture 
paved the way for American operatives to kidnap foreign citizens and hold them indefinitely in the name of national security. Although there remain concerns about the legality of Eunice's arrest, it seems unlikely the FBI or the military are going to change their tactics anytime soon. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app, tap Browse, and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and Twitter at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler, is a production of Cutler Media, and is part of the ParCast Network. It is produced by Max and Ron Cutler, sound designed by Kerry Murphy, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Maggie Admire, and Travis Clark. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Colin McLaughlin. I'm Vanessa Richardson.